0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show.
1: Are you playing with yourself on a podcast? Is that what's happening?
0: <laughs> that is the grossest thing I think I've ever heard. And now I'm deleting our network from my
2: podcast.
0: <laughs> my podcast. That is disgusting.
1: Listen. I don't know what to tell what? you. Sorry I'm late, Nick. Hey,
0: that's all right. I was, told,
1: I was told, yeah, I'll drop her off between 7 and 8. And here we are, almost 10 o'clock. So, uh, yeah. Who told you that? Zoe's mom. Well, there you go. Zoe's
2: mom does not oh. have it going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right,
1: I got, I got a quick story to tell you, Nick. Yeah. I think. Go ahead. I think, I don't, this might be slander. So if it is, I'll beep all this this whole story out. But I think my neighbor yep. is like uh, what's the guy from Psycho? What's his name?
0: Anthony Perkins.
1: Not the the actor, the character. Oh,
0: Norman Bates. Norman
1: Bates. I think he's like Norman Bates. Ooh!
0: does he wear skin
1: suits he doesn't but let me tell you this so we've lived here uh, I want to say three years okay supposedly the man is married his wife works in IT she works from home in three years I've never seen her my wife's never seen her we uh, we went to the neighbor's house one day a, a different neighbor he was there his wife was not there And he talks about his wife, but you never see her. And you always see him. Like, he's always outside working on the lawn and this and that, walking the dogs, but she never goes anywhere. Does he he
0: talk about her in past tense?
1: He does not. He doesn't talk about her much, but he does talk about her. And it's in the present tense. Now, they have two vehicles. He has a truck, and she has a red... Three series bmw now the bmw is like super tinted like you can't see in it so i've seen the bmw be driven a couple of times in three years but you can never see who's inside driving it so i'm pretty sure it's him driving it maybe with a wig i don't know
0: a wig and a hat on yeah maybe a female hat
1: yeah lipstick you know what yeah. i mean
0: Like, uh, see, I'm not thinking Psycho, but I'm still going Hitchcock, but I'm going Rear Window. Oh, my. Like, could she be buried out by the back? She does so much gardening out there.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. I mean, he usually is doing yard work up front in the front yard. You know what I mean? So that's why why I'm thinking Psycho. Because, you know, Norman's got his mom, like, on a chair... But then he dresses up as his mom when he goes out in public.
0: But Rear Window was a husband-wife. True. He he killed his wife and buried her in, well, the supposedly the flower pots or whatever the whatever it was the garden.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: So I don't know, Nick. I'm uh, I'm a little I, concerned. I think you have
0: to investigate.
1: Well, how am I going to do that? I'm not going to break into their house.
0: Well, you have to do what, like, Jimmy Stewart did. Pull out your binoculars and stare in their windows like a pervert.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't do that either. Why is that? Because their front windows are always open. Like, no curtains or anything. Oh, well, then you should be able to
0: see the dead but, wife sitting in a chair.
1: Well, no, 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 but nobody is ever in that room. You see what I mean? Oh, It's like, uh... I don't know, like like a, a foyer, as they say in France.
0: Oh, oui, wee, oui. Very international.
1: Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, hmm. it's, uh... It's concerning, Nick. It's concerning.
0: Does your mind wander how she was, uh... put down?
1: Uh... No, not really. Not really. But, but, but it does concern me. You know what, what if I mean? that
2: happened?
1: When, when his wife was put down? <laughs> no, what if he did
0: murder her oh and did God. something with her and then all of a sudden five years later you find out and like date lines at your door
1: asking you like, what was he like? That would be awesome. Be so weird. And I'd be like, oh, he was such a nice man because that's what you always say.
0: Then you're like, but he was crazy.
1: He was the nicest man. He always I loved never, dogs. He I never out.
0: saw anything going on. I looked through his windows and all I saw was a foyer. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And Stone and Stone Phillips would just be sitting there nodding, saying, Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, it's like they don't they don't use that room. Like I don't know I don't know what the interior layout of this house is, right? But, Mm -hmm. like, the window that would be equivalent to his window is my dining room.
2: Hmm. So,
1: like, I understand if it's not used very often. Yeah, like holidays. Yes. But, I mean, it could be a different layout. You know, it could be like a little entryway section, like a little hangout spot. But, you know, they're old and they never use it. Maybe, like, their house is backwards and their living areas in the back of the house and not the front of the house. Uh, Maybe he
0: doesn't do a weekly puzzle night like you and the family do.
1: It's possible. It's very possible. In that room. Well, and see, like, he never goes in and out of the front door either, right? Like, he always comes in and out of the side door. Because the cars are on the side. But I don't know, Nick. it's, it's uh, It's very concerning.
0: It sounds like somebody's a nosy neighbor.
1: I mean, if I was a nosy neighbor, I would know what's happening. Like I would see well, the dead wife on the couch, or like her hand sticking out with like roots growing out of it. You know what I mean?
0: No, I think you're more like uh, Mrs. Kravitz on Bewitched. <laughs> you're like, oh, Heather, check this out. Oh, oh, there's movement in the foyer. <laughs> Ooh,
1: maybe you should set up cameras. That's what you're saying. You're setting. No, up a set I'm not saying
0: that. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, that's what it's sounds saying like. Mind, I'm saying mind your business, Sonny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, I don't even know, Nick.
0: I have along the same lines, and this is, I, hmm, I don't even know how to approach this. This happened. Uh, I have two stories along the same lines.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. We live in a quad. Right. So the entire house is a square, if you're looking at it from above. And each of us own a fourth of it. There's four people per unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Well, this is two stories. One story, uh, and this happened about a decade ago. It was summer. We had the windows open, and Liz and I are joking around like you and I do. And, of course, Nick's voice gets pretty loud when he's playing with somebody. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, Liz and I are joking. Who knows? I could have been tickling her. I could have been chasing her upstairs. And we were just hollering at each other, that type of thing. Completely fun, completely goofy. And about 40 minutes later, we're upstairs in the bedroom and all of a sudden we hear this knock at the door, and it's not one of those knocks that's from a hand. Mm -hmm. It's about ten times louder. Mm
2: -hmm. So as
0: soon as I heard it, I pretty well knew what the hell that was. Of course, it was uh, something steel hitting upon steel. (laughs) (laughs) Go downstairs, Uh and I'm wearing my sleepwear, of course, because I'm not expecting anyone over. Of course. This was about 9.30, 10 o'clock, maybe? And it was a police officer. Actually, two. One that knocked on the door with his flashlight and a female officer that was behind him. hmm And he said, are you here alone, sir? And I'm like, no. My, my wife's upstairs. Uh, you know, what can I do for you? Well, we heard that there's a disturbance. Would you mind stepping outside? Like Whoa. Again. No problem. And he was and then he goes, Do you mind if my other officer goes and checks on your wife? <laughs> and at this point, of course, my wife's at like the top of the stairs and she's like, What is going on? hmm And I'm like, Well, there she is if you want to check on her. So of course that officer goes in to check sure, on her. Sure. And the guy the the officer with me, while I'm outside in my shorts and t shirt looking very white trash, I must say, he proceeds to say that somebody reported that there's a disturbance and yelling going on in this house. And okay. was that you? And I said, well, there might have been yelling, but it wasn't, we weren't in a fight. It was me chasing her up the stairs and her yelling because it, we were just having fun. hmm and,
2: and
0: he's like, okay, let, yeah, just, uh, Wait here for a minute, and you know, let me talk to my other officer. And I think they wanted to verify that our stories were right. And you know, the female mm-hmm. officer is like, "Are you in danger? Is everything
2: okay?" To my wife. Mm-hmm.
0: And then they both checked out the stories and figured out, oh, they're not lying. So I'm like, was this a, a neighbor? Was this? somebody that was just happened to be walking by with our windows open and overheard us like hollering at each other and goofing around. Cause like Liz hates when I chase her upstairs. Oh yeah. And I guarantee you that's exactly what I did was you know she's like don't do that and i'm like i'm gonna get you something like that you know <laughs> as i chase her upstairs and i'm like you know grabbing at her like ankle and stuff you know yes. and she's like stop it i'm gonna fall i'll fall back I'll, I'll knock you out and I'm you know that it's just something that we do it's dumb sure so my thought was that our neighbor that's like right next door to us
2: mm-hmm. she
0: must have Pulled the Mrs. Kravitz from Bewitched and overheard this and was like, "Oh my gosh, Liz is getting beat to hell," mm. and, and called the cops. Because I even said, "Was it a neighbor?" They're like, "We can't tell you. We we're not, you know, we're not allowed to tell you." But it was just a disturbance was reported. And we were sent out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, "Okay, have a good day." So, that happened. This, that's story number one. Four months later. We, and I don't know how you guys are, but, like, spring cleaning hits, and all we want to do is throw out, like, garbage. Like, that's, like, as soon as the spring hits, my wife just wants to, like, dump all the clutter that's in the house and, like, start over. Mm -hmm. Just do a massive clean. So, I had a company coming that was, like, one of those, like, Vincent DePaul... Like, we'll pick up your garbage for you. Like, oh, you're donating X, Y, and Z. We'll come and pick it up. And this was like a Wednesday. I started to bring out all this stuff to the curb. And it wasn't like garbage day. But I was bringing out all these like heavy lawn bags, heavy garbage bags, big boxes of stuff. And just piling up. I, I just had a massive pile waiting for these people to come. You know, heavy bags of, like, clothes. You know, mm-hmm. that type mm-hmm. of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm just unloading all this stuff, knowing that these people are going to come and take it away. And all of a sudden, 10.30 at night, I'm sitting in here, like, got to finally, like, and this was, like, hours that I was doing this, like, two and a half hours.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Took a be- Took a shower. Relaxing in my horrible white trash uh, sleeping outfit, <laughs> and about 10.30, 10, I get the metallic rap on the door,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and it was honest to God, it felt like it was Rear Window. Mm. It was a guy saying, "There's a report that you've been putting." all this garbage at the at the um, end of your driveway. Is there anything that we should know about? And I was like, no, you, you can go through and you can have as much as you want. We're, we're, it's just spring cleaning. Sure. And they must have asked me about 10-15 questions. And finally, I figured out, I deducted that a neighbor saw me doing this They haven't seen Liz around for weeks. (laughs) And they thought I killed her and I stuffed her into bags and was going to, like, put it out for, like, pickers or garbage men to come by and pick it up. Oh, my. Like, he was asking me all these questions and I finally figured it out. I never asked. But I was just like, did a neighbor... Am I doing something wrong officer? I'm I'm having, you know, St. Vincent de Paul come and pick this stuff up tomorrow, so I had to put everything out at the curb. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that isn't a problem. No, no, no. No, you didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, who reported me? Was it a neighbor? Was it was it the association? No, no, no. Uh geez, somebody reported, you know, suspicious activity. Um sir, is there any way that I could uh, are you married? and I'm like yeah okay are you are you here with your girlfriend your wife and and I was like no my wife oh is she here now like
2: <laughs> yeah
0: and then it was like I know exactly what's come uh sir can, can you go and get her I I'd, I'd like to have a moment with her mm mm-hmm. mhm And then, like, Liz had to come down, verify that she was a wife, not a girlfriend, or Mm -hmm. a a woman of the night, or, you know, my, my, my adulteress, you know, like, nothing scandalous. So Mm -hmm. I think she even had to show, like, her driver's license or something. Interesting. And then it's like, they never said that. But you could definitely tell as soon as they were, as soon as they threw out the like, "Hey, is your wife around? Could we have a talk with her?" Just to verify that she's actually alive. And I'm almost positive it was the same exact neighbor.
2: Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that uh-huh. is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. See, yep. so now you know why uh, I'm not investigating. Because I don't want to be that guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and needless to say, my wife brought it up to our neighbor, uh, both instances, under the guise of laughing and like, isn't this crazy? And just to let that person know, like, no, my husband and I are doing great. No, you, if it is you, please don't do this.
2: hmm.
0: Oh, so
1: bizarre. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That is crazy. I don't know, Nick. I don't know. I guess uh, if something happens, we'll find that eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. We'll find that eventually. I think so... Stone Phillips is
0: going to come and interview you. <laughs> about this crazy house across the streets.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know... If he actually murdered his wife, then we can give him a list of comics he could read while in jail.
0: Holy Christ! That now that was one hell. You jumped onto a, an electric Segway mm-hmm. and zipped yourself all the way around to get to find yourself into that Segway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that was a prof- that now that's a professional podcaster. People, it's
1: professional, kind of yes,
0: absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. uh, I'm on this website, and I made your little Skype chat window the same size as all the ads on this page, so it looks like you're an ad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Thanks for clicking on me. (laughs) I'm a big dum-dum.
1: Oh, man. Anyway, since I made such a professional segue, let me stick with it. How about that?
2: Yeah, go for it.
1: So we got a a message from uh, Fletcher.
0: A viewer, uh, you mean a listener question? A
1: listener question.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think. Let's uh, be proper
1: about it because we love
0: listener questions. This is
1: true. So we got a listener question from Fletcher, who I believe is in the UK. Um, an international an listener international question. An international listener question, yes. Whoa. Yes, yes, yes. I need I need
0: Michael Sparkman to drop in like an awesome international sounding sound effect. Sound effect.
1: <laughs> So I think uh, I think uh, I think our listener might be uh, concerned, is my (gasps) assumption, concerned about either uh, maybe uh, hitting the penitentiary. I don't know if they say that in the UK. Uh, The loo? The the old jolly? uh, I don't even know.
0: We don't know. Yeah. All of our
1: ye old prison.
0: All of our British uh, uh, analogies, uh, European analogies, come from uh, faulty towers.
1: Yes, from Doctor And Her- Python and, film. and Doctor Who. Her- yep, Doctor Who, absolutely. So, yep. anyways, he wanted to know, Nick,
2: Yes, to- Martin. top
1: top ten comic book runs you would take with you to a deserted island, or if you went to prison for a long time. Now. I was concerned about my neighbor murdering his wife earlier I'm oh, concerned boy. about this question Nick Why? I mean To go, to go from Being stuck in a dirted, deserted island To Or if you go to prison for a long time That's concerning to me Nick
0: Well I already told you When you broached this question with me uh, We are not doing A deserted island
1: Well, I mean, if if we go with the prison analogy, yes, I, I think the list would change a little, no? Because maybe you would want something a little more upbeat at times. Because you're in prison, you're in a, you're in a bad mood. No.
0: Or or you want an omnibus because you know you're going to be spanked with it. <laughs>
1: So, so, so this, this listener requested 10 books. Uh, Did you, you did some homework. I know you like homework. I, uh, I I, love homework. I I thought about about it a little bit. I did some homework as well. Um, I don't think I came up with 10, but you know, maybe I'll, I'll come up with some uh, as we go. If you will. I don't know how you want to tackle this. Do you want, I mean, 10, 10's a lot. Do you want to do 10? I well, we don't have to talk about
0: every every one of them. This is true. And guess what? If we're we might have doubles.
1: Oh, I so know we even, we're going to have doubles. So we don't even have
0: to worry about that.
1: For for anyone concerned, okay? Yes, Nick does live in Chicago. Yes, it is the crime capital of the United States. Yes, it is. there are shootings, but no, those are not shootings that you hear in the background. They could be shootings. I mean, I it hate could. To be, say it. But I'm pretty sure it's because it's Fourth of July.
0: I think 20% of them are not fireworks. <laughs> I think they're, because I live on the outskirts of Chicago. So mm-hmm. it could be dumb, dumb yokels firing off their shotguns on their porch.
1: I don't know. You know what? And nobody would
0: know. No. That's the fun of it.
1: It's, it's like the. Have you seen, uh, what's that movie? <laughs> Chirac? Spike Lee's Chirac. No, not Chirac.
0: Oh. Well, you were talking about Chicago.
1: Um, oh, God. Damn it. The Purge. That's what it is. No,
0: let's not talk about The Purge because you know that'll just give me nightmares before this holiday.
2: What?
1: I don't like that. I don't like the concept. Oh, it. it's so good.
0: I don't like it. I love it's it. It's scary. I love it. There's supposed like to be another one
2: coming like in. order.
1: No Yes no. Mm-hmm. The first one was really good The second one Was not as good But it was still fun Of course Anyways Top 10
0: Well first You know I, I, I gave you homework When you said you wanted to tackle this mm-hmm. And what was that? I don't remember. Or don't you remember? Oh, you didn't need to do your homework. Son of a bitch. I mean, I might have. My homework was, it is not a desert island. We're going to be in a penitentiary. Yes. And you're going to give me the backstory of how I went to the penitentiary.
1: Oh, you did say that. Okay, that's pretty simple. You already told us the story of how you went to the penitentiary. You, quote unquote, chased your wife up the stairs. She said, No, Nick, no! And you said, Oh, yeah, baby. No, that's not it. Hmm. I gotta think about this. How did Nick end up in the penitentiary? I'm gonna say that you, Nick, happy Jeez. go lucky as you are, uh-huh. decided to go to Denver Comic Con. To uh, try something new. Go to somewhere else. Be a little different. You went to Denver Comic Con. We all met there. Okay. Ooh. It was like uh, like the party we had at C2E2. But it was at Denver Comic Con. And, the and reason... including
0: Mike Myers.
1: Well, and bam. See, now you're getting it. The reason we went to Denver Comic Con was to hang out with Michael Myers. Oh, my. We went to Michael Myers' house. <gasps> and saw his vast collection of comics. Mm-hmm you began reading Mike's collection. Mike was a little concerned because he couldn't find the comics he had left on the kitchen counter. Barb said, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you left them there. There's comics all over this house. And Mike said, I know for a fact it's there. In my catalog, on my database, it says, location, kitchen counter
0: oh no mm-hmm.
1: but they're not there did I,
0: did I misplace them
1: you did not misplace them you were in the, on, on, in, the, in the deck reading some comics Mike is very upset going all over his house trying to find where his comics are finds you in the backyard with the comics and says son of a bitch Oh, I can see him saying that and of course you being happy go lucky you are you say, Mikey, I'm sorry. I put them back. Alexa, put the comics back on the counter. Oh, see, Alexa didn't recognize that. Good thing.
0: Oh, darn it. So, Technology fail.
1: Mike goes and grabs the books from you. You get angry because you've been reading some Hulk. You oh, yourself no. turn into the Hulk, Nick, oh. and go on a rampage. No. And start tearing comics from Mike's collection. Barb sees this. She's not very uh, mad.
0: Yeah, oh, she's happy.
1: She's happy. She's like, well, you know, Mike, I I mean, I told you, when is enough enough? And now you know. Because the Hulk just ripped up all your comics. (gasps) Well, Mike has to call the police because you ruined his life by destroying his comics.
0: Oh no! I don't like all that violence.
1: And in the battle that ensues, oh no! A battle? Yes. There's a battle. There's a chase. No, there's no. A, there's a chase through the mountains.
0: Am I still Hulk? And I'm jumping. I'm yes, leaping. You're still. You're still oh my Hulk God. Nick. Okay. All right. That's awesome.
1: Wet that's Hulk. the only thing that's Wet awesome. In that's this. your name. Yes. Yeah. You're just jumping around. There's helicopters everywhere. They fucking. Am I? Am I neon you. pink?
0: Or am I chartreuse?
1: You're multicolored, Nick. Oh, of course I am, yes! You're multicolored, and every time you jump, a rainbow shoots oh, out of your ass.
0: Oh, that's the best. Yes. Is is my, uh, obviously my hair would be long and luxurious. Of course. But it, would it be a Hulk mullet, or would it just be the long, flowing 70s hair?
1: No, no, it's gotta be Hulk mullet. Yeah, rainbow yeah. mullet. A <laughs> rainbow mullet. Anyways, after a long chase that ensues, the police capture you. And they throw the book at you, Nick. Literally, they throw a stack of comic books at you. Sparkman, play
0: sad health music.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Dang it. Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: during my court trial, is Barb sitting in the courtroom not glaring at me, but just throwing comic books away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank
0: God. This is enough.
1: Absolutely.
0: And she's baking me pies. She finally has access to her stove, so she's baking me pies and cookies. Mm
1: -hmm, She's mm -hmm. not happy about it. I mean, mean, not per se.
0: Not at all. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. But she does have her stove back.
1: She does. Can't instead of killing Mike, can't? No, you don't kill Mike. Oh, good. Okay. No, good. no, no.
0: There's just the chase.
1: I mean, you got to remember Hulk. Hulk still has that little human personality inside him. Oh, good. Right? Okay.
0: Good. Yeah. I, I don't want to be the raging Hulk.
1: No, no, you're not like raging Hulk. Okay? Oh, good. You've good. got. Some... I'm not, I'm not a
0: world
2: breaker.
1: No, you're not a world breaker. You, oh, you've got some God. semblance of thought.
0: Okay. Good. Okay. I'm more of a metrosexual Hulk.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're like uh, a Medeus Cho Hulk. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, there you I'll go. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But did the thing that pushed Mike over the edge is when I'm looking through his comics, a stack of comic books accidentally falls all over the floor?
1: Well, yes, you threw them at him. Oh, that's when, the you, worst. when you hulked out. You hulked up. Nick. That's worst. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. My feet got big. I can't help that. Well, you know what they say about hulks with big feet? I don't know.
0: That are rainbows.
1: Exactly. Nice.
2: See, you get it.
0: You get it. Uh, am I in solitary or do I have a roommate named um Rodrigo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You're definitely in solitary. Darn it. I they, sort of uh, like
0: having Rodrigo there.
1: No, no, no. They uh they, okay. they can't they can't trust you, Nick. 'Cause you that's might true. uh you might hulk out again. That's true. You know what I mean? If you hulk out again then uh then Rodrigo would be screwed.
0: Yeah. And it is some sweet blind justice that the only thing that I can actually have there as media would be comic books too. Of since course. that's really the crux of the problem.
1: Well, I mean, they're not gonna let you access the internet. I know.
0: Mm. Right? Yeah. Can't happen. Yeah, Mm. it would have been a sweet chase, though.
1: It would have been. And I'm in Denver now. That's pretty awesome. Denver's nice. Yeah, good weather, a lot of snow, yeah, mountains, fresh air, yeah. Mm -hmm, Mhm, mhm. And you can help fight supervillains because, you know, they can't breathe very well because they're not adapted to the uh, the the altitude.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Mm -hmm. I like that.
1: I'm glad we did this little uh, Hulk thing, Nick. I like to play. Well, you know. Martin, you
0: know that. I like uh, to build a scene.
1: At at number 10, I've got a Hulk run for you, Nick. Oh,
0: shit. Wait, these are not in any specific order.
1: No, they're not.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. You had me so worried. I was going to have to redo the whole list.
1: No, it's not. Because, I mean, everyone knows at number one, they would expect Batman, right? So we're not doing an order. Okay. No, we can't do that. Um, Okay. Stipulation. And you. Stipulation. And you
0: also. I was going to say you put a parameter on me with fifty
1: issues. Well, I didn't do the parameter. Our listener put the parameter in there. Oh,
0: okay. Because well, you who, didn't read the actual question to me, so I. Well, I, copy I didn't and know paste it you it.
1: Oh, okay. I thought that yeah. was you, right? No, oh. hell, no. That's a lot of writing, bro. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> well, except our listener. Which so we love. Uh, yes. 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 Uh, yeah. The stipulation was. You can't say all of it. Right? Yes. So if I go to a deserted island, I can't be like, I'm just going to take my entire Batman collection. You know? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of issues. can't do that. (sighs) So my assumption is, maybe this listener wants to try some new stuff. Oh, okay. That's my assumption. All right. That's my assumption. So uh, anyway, so yeah, so my my first thing is going to be Hulk... It is Uh issue... Oh, God. Now I can't remember the issue numbers.
0: Wow, you're going issues? Okay.
1: Uh, Let me just do... Well, yeah, I mean, I had issue numbers in some of these. This one, apparently, I Uh, forgot.
0: I'm telling you right now, I don't have issue numbers. I only have arcs. That's fair enough. Okay.
1: But it is uh, Peter David's first volume. Of the Hulk. Ooh!
0: I thought we were going to have overlap. We do
1: not have overlap. I mean, I'm, oh, I have no doubt we're going to have some overlap.
0: Well, let me share with you. I have a Hulk title as well.
2: Ooh,
1: Ooh,
0: and mine is Planet and World War Hulk because they are linked
1: together. It's true. True. See, so I, that didn't make I, my list. I get two
0: events for the price of
1: one. So I'm going to tell you why that didn't make my list. It is probably some of the best Hulk stuff you can read. Mm-hmm. But my assumption was this listener wants maybe something a little different. And you know, you know, And if anybody says, hey, what Hulk should I read? First thing that comes to your mind, probably Planet Hulk.
0: Yes. I am not worried about what the listener wants. Okay. I am worried about what I want in a penitentiary. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just to let you know, I don't mind rereading some McFarlane Hulk mm. or Peter David, but if I if I have something that I have to continually reread, mm-hmm. that's the list. That's the list I'm presenting tonight.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I got it. This is going to be issues 333 through 339. Or 331 through 339.
0: Only eight issues. And that takes one spot out of ten. Correct. Man, you're not going to have a lot to read in jail, son. (laughs) You're going to be like, Rodrigo, come over here.
1: Oh, trust me, there's plenty.
0: Okay, all right. Because once you go past 50, I'm going to have to cut...
1: that you're gonna have to do some editing. No, 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 that's fine. Okay, okay, all right. I'll I'll let you kick off the next one. What's your next one? All right. This this one
0: when I'm snuggling up with Rodrigo, <laughs> I need something that talks to the heart. You know what I'm saying, mm. as well as the head. Which head? All-Star... I'm skipping right past that horrible joke. (laughs) All-Star Superman? Yes. By Grant Morrison. It is... Hey, Frank Quitely, you don't get bored with that art. Nope. That's a great Elseworlds story. That is a great understanding of the relationship between Lois and Clark and Superman and Lex. It's a who's who of situations that Superman can find himself in, and how does he get himself out of it? And it makes me peel a tear, usually with two issues. And every time I read that freaking book, and I read it every year, so that is a mainstay in my in my ten. Every year, pretty much. Oh yeah. smokes. It used to be I would read Hush every year, mm-hmm. and it switched over because I like a comic book that gives me all of the villains. Like I want all of the Rogues Gallery,
2: mm-hmm. and I
0: don't like Long Halloween enough. I understand that's a great series, but I don't. I I get bored with it. Sure. Um. But Hush is just a fun carnival ride. But wait, now wait, wait. this
1: so, wait, is Hush on your list. No. Oh, okay, good. good. Um, it's also not now, on my
0: list. But now All-Star Superman has taken that slot. Interesting. Because, ev- because every issue pretty much is a standalone, mm-hmm. and yet they all sort of connect with each other, and there's a lot more emotional
1: highs and lows on it. So i got to tell you, Nick. Yes. I uh, I also decided I had to include a Superman story. Ooh. Okay. And originally, uh, I'm going to tell you, I also picked All Star Superman. Um, oh. but, but but originally, I was not going to.
0: If only I would have recommended it to you.
1: If only, jerk. <laughs> oh, but 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 Warren recommended it, so now Listen, it's time for me to read it. Warren hmm. Simon said, "Hey, you should read that." I was like, "You know what?" He said, yes. "Hey,"
2: and he
0: goes, "Absolutely, I will read that." Thank you, Warren.
1: I said, "Thanks, Warren. I will read that." And then you're like. Mother effer, I told you to read that, and was like a year hey. before. I was like, sure you did, Nick.
0: Sure you did. Yeah, but uh, but this was Warren recommending it.
2: Well, he's exactly. got he's got
1: good taste. He's got clout. Yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, originally, I I had picked uh, Superman Red Sun, oh. which which is um quite possibly Nick one of the greatest. Elseworld stories ever. Not just Superman stories, but just Elseworld's <laughs> stories.
0: What is a better Elseworld story?
1: Than Red Sun? Yes. I don't know. There might not be one.
0: It has to have the moniker of Red Sun on it. <laughs> or not sorry. It has to have the Elseworld.
1: The Elseworld's badge moniker. on it? Yeah. Uh I don't know, I gotta think about that. Isn't Red Rain? Uh, is Red Ray Nail Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I believe it is. Hm. Anyways, Red Sun. Good. Awesome. Good. But it but it's only three issues. Yep. Right? So to go with your thing, I mean, yes. you you might read All Star Superman every year. I read Red Sun at least once a year. Nice. Sometimes more. And um, it's not on your list. It's not on my list. It's not on my list. I <sighs> did I did pick uh I know, it's tough. Well, Nick mm-hmm. it's tough. Right, so uh-huh. I don't, I don't want to pick like a character, and then just pump out a few, you know, runs from that character again. You that, can, um, I could, but that would yeah. be that would be boring. That's terrible podcasting. But hey, this is your this is your penitentiary pick. Listen, this is your show, Nick. Okay, if you want me to change it, I'll you know I'll change it, but right now that's hey. what it is.
0: Hey, I'm following the rules like you presented them to me.
1: So uh, so, I also picked All-Star, as you uh, so kindly uh, uh, mentioned earlier. Uh, supposedly, Nick had recommended this to me. <laughs> if only it was on a, a recorded podcast. If only it was on a recorded podcast. Ooh. What podcast that might be, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's
0: lost to the times. It is. It is. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, who's, who's listening to all those Crappy but, but, ones at the but beginning.
1: I, I finally did uh, did read all-star and it is uh it's pretty special Nick I know some people don't like it okay I understand why it's Grant Morrison so it's 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 no, all out there
0: I don't understand it at all
1: no I do I do understand no nope. I'm a I'm a huge Grant Morrison fan as uh we'll, we'll get to here in a minute that might be the segue but uh, I'm a huge Grant Morrison fan and I, I love this run. Some of it I was like, what the F is happening? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's Grant Morrison, so let's just keep going.
0: Can I, can I, okay, let me, uh, let me throw this out. If on that book it said Warren Ellis.
1: I would also read it with that question.
0: But no, how many of the people that are like, oh, I just don't like Grant Morrison, i.e. I will not like that book. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, but Warren Ellis also presents a lot of like high sci-fi concepts oh sure, sure, sure. you know we'll what see... I like i think I think it's the baggage of Grant Morrison yep that that hurts people trying to jump on mm-hmm. and it really is a
1: timeless book. Oh yeah it's great. well, and not only that if if you are reading Superman now or have been the the rebirth Superman. A lot of the stuff from All Star Superman gets brought back up and tied into and tied into the multiversity stuff. So there's also that. So even though this was kind of like, uh, I mean, the All Star stuff was kind of like an Elseworlds type story. It wasn't yeah, like what? actually Elseworlds, but it wasn't in ca- like canon.
0: It it should have, if they would have had that Elseworlds stamp, it would have been on it, without a doubt.
1: Yes. Yeah. But needless to say, I mean, after all these years, the stuff in All-Star, with what's happening now in Superman, does appear to be canon. Which is very interesting when you go and read All-Star. Mm-hmm. God, the stuff with Jimmy Olsen on there? <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> He's got the uh, the Technicolor dream coat.
0: It made me want to go and read all of those old Jimmy Olsen comics,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I did buy a trade of them just to see like how crazy they are. Yep. And if you think Grant Morrison's crazy, go read Jimmy Olsen
1: because
0: mm. that stuff is nutty in the absolute best possible way.
1: Sure. Oh, so what's your next one? Well, I'm sticking with the Grant Morrison. Ooh. And originally, right. originally, I was gonna pick um, Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. But I decided to change it. You were very quietly heavy there if very, you were gonna do that. Very quietly heavy. Yeah. Well I mean you can't oh, be- before... you, you can't beat that team. Come on.
0: I totally agree. They bring out the best in each other. And don't you find whenever you're looking at Quietly and he's drawing future fashion, like the Technicolor coat, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't don't you wish that, like, please tell me that's going to happen in 10 years?
2: Mm.
0: That people are going to be wearing those bizarro glasses and crazy, like, patterned shirts and, oh, so weird.
2: Mm. But yes,
0: not Batman and Robin. You weren't going to have Dick as your Batman. <laughs>
1: But it is uh, a Batman and Robin story by Grant uh-huh. Morrison. Ooh. And it's uh, Batman and Son. You can get that as a trade. It's, uh, <sighs> it's Batman 655 through 658. And then 663 through 669. And then 672 to 675. Because uh-huh. you know Grant Morrison. He, uh, he would give you part of the story and then move on to a different story. And then come back to the story, yep, and then go to a third, and then come back to the second, and then go back to the first, so that's what this is. Um, I mean, that's then... why people hate him. sure well that's good I th- I reason.
0: think yeah I, I think that they don't want they want everything sequentially, yes,
1: and that's not always the case so anyway, oh, no. this is uh, as you can tell by the uh, subtitle of the story, it's when we uh get introduced to Damien, mm-hmm. Um, this run also has one of my favorite quote-unquote Elseworlds single issues of the oh. past you know what I don't even know how old this is 20 years let's say um, single single issues and by that I mean like a, an Elseworlds type story <laughs> within continuity okay that's a, a book that's not like its own Elseworlds story or many um, and that's Batman six sixty six which takes place in the future with oh, yeah. Damien grown up as Batman. <clears throat> and he's a bat.
0: And there were there was good art on on those issues too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh Andy yeah. Kubert and J. H. Williams the third.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good poll.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff.
0: Definitely good stuff.
1: It also sets up um, the the return of uh, Raish right after, or as mm-hmm. as normal people say, Razagul. Ghul. Oh. The kids say Raish because that's what the cartoons say. <laughs> Guess what? We didn't have cartoons. Goddammit. <laughs> we just had to figure it out by what it said on the paper. So it's Razagul. Uh or... huh good call yeah so that's my next pick Batman and Son
0: that's a fantastic one
1: I like it what's your next pick
0: uh, no particular order nope I will uh, strike out with something a little I, I don't even know if I'd call it indie but I've brought up the title a few times on Nerdy Legion um, but it is the classic first comics Uh, Mike Grell series, uh, John Sable Freelance. Mm, Interesting. It is a comic book that I, of of course, you know, Grell's writing it and drawing it. And it's pretty much a author that goes off on, uh, an adventure author who lives out his books.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And there's a spy element to it. There's a big game hunter element to it. Of course, it's pretty much like James Bond, but almost like an adventurer instead of an international spy. Mm -hmm. But he, you know, there's plenty of ladies there. There's plenty of uh, heists and robberies. Uh, It's just, it's Mike Grell doing what Mike Grell wants to do. Mm -hmm. And it's so much fun to read. And I remember in high school, I would read. Um, like, adventure-type books. And I would get sucked into them. So when I saw John Sable, and it, like, the costume is a classic costume. It has a cool mask to it. He's an older gentleman. He isn't, like, 22 years old.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's he's a very established person. But he had a cool gun. He had a cool look. Uh, and even rereading him, there's a whole different... Um, excitement that I get with it mm-hmm. and it definitely has its own pace and I think because it was on first comic they weren't writing for trades they weren't right like they were following whatever the creator wanted to do let's let them do and tell that story
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I, for me I'm, uh, I thought of all of these prison reads Ooh. as what mood would I be in You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of a day or at the beginning of the day, I could be in a completely different mood. So I tried to throw in as many different genres, as many different looks and feels, depending on uh, what I felt like reading at the time.
1: Interesting.
2: It is.
1: Well, my next one is also an indie book. Ooh. It's, uh, it's, been, it's been around for a long time. I don't know how long, like 20 years, maybe a little bit more.
0: Are um, you going to do all 400 issues of Cerebus? Is that what you're going to say?
1: No, Cerebus is actually not on my list. Same here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was um, debating, but it's like, what 50 issues can you take?
1: Yeah, I thought about that, and I thought the same thing. And also the thing is, you probably want to skip a couple volumes to get to the good stuff.
0: Yes. I think I would skip the first two volumes and just cut out 50 from that point forward. But Mm -hmm. 50 doesn't tell... Same with Sandman. Like, what 50 do I take? Same with Hellblazer. What 50 would I take? Mm -hmm. And if our listener said an entire series, then it would be like, well, that's a done deal. I know I can take that.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. It, It definitely feels like a... Which child would you take?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you can't take them all, which one? So, it,
1: this is a tough decision. So what I ended up picking was yes, Kurt Busiek's Astro City. As it's the
0: same page. thing. How do you pick fifty?
1: Well, you can pick fifty. Really? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm recommending volume one. Mm-hmm. Volume six and seven. Volume 10. Ooh. What was 10? Victory. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and, again, the good thing about Astro City is a lot of the, the stories are pretty self-contained. Uh-huh. So it really kind of doesn't matter what you pick. You know what I mean? No. Uh, it doesn't. But, but there are some, some threads. Uh-oh. I think my wife's stealing my wine. <gasps> what she is? Gosh. What are you doing? I'm trying to do the Lord's work here, and you're stealing the blood of Christ.
0: She's doing the Lord's work.
1: <laughs> Fill that
0: glass all the way up.
1: <laughs> oh, she did.
0: Oh, good. Good. good,
2: good.
1: Um, anyway, Astro City is just, it's special, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where, I don't know, like, who reads it, because I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. But obviously, he does well enough where he can continue doing it. Um, they all have these freaking awesome Alex Ross covers on them, which I know you're not a big fan. That's fine. You're wrong.
0: No, 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 no. That was good Alex Ross back
1: then. Okay, good. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but it's... you haven't even mentioned who draws it. He's a he's one of the the poles. You talking about Anderson? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That is very I mean true. he he is a utility player. It is like <laughs> beautiful work
0: that that, that guy's doing. Well,
1: I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he co created it too, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I thought so. Um yeah, it's got that like very like silver age look to it, golden silver age look to it. Yes. Um and of course that's part of the story, right? Because it's it's like a commentary on superhero comics from when Buziak thinks comics were their best, but it's, you know, hard, it's br- hard to argue brought to a modern age. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Um, and it's funny too. I was just I just I finished today Marvel the Untold Story. Um, Ooh, I don't want to talk about that now. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But uh, there's a little Buziak section in there. That was uh, nice. That was interesting. So, uh, so yeah, Astra City. It's freaking awesome. Um, I, I, I love it. I don't know who puts it out now, because I just get them in trade. At Dark Horse, maybe? That
0: sounds right. Because I, I know, know it used to it. be Homage.
1: Yeah, it's been everywhere. Wallstorm did it. Homage did it. Um, yep. pff, I don't even know. I'm and sure they've been...
0: Like, if you look at their run, if you're unfamiliar with Astra City you look at their run and you would think that there's just hundreds of issues put out, Mm -hmm. but their release schedule was so sporadic. And I'm sure that's why people have dropped off of it.
2: Because didn't,
0: didn't like he have an issue that he like stopped writing for like eight months and then Anderson had an issue. Yep. So it's been real hit or miss, but boy, when they get together and like pump out six issues, Ooh, it's it like you like you said with All Star Superman, it, it's timeless.
1: Mm-hmm. God, in the he, oh man, that the heroes in here are freaking awesome, and they all have like cheesy, golden agey names. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of them
0: have cheesy costumes too. With, oh, but they're... for sure. They're so
1: cool. For sure. It's, uh, you know, a lot A lot of it reminds me of, um, like, Watchmen. I know you're not a Watchmen fan, but... No, I like Watchmen. It, it tries to do some of the same things. Um, I oh, think, yeah, I for I think sure. Astro City does it better, to be honest with you. Um, maybe because it's written a little more modern than Watchmen sure. was. But, sure. uh, yeah, it's really well done. It's my jam. Uh Astro City is my uh what what's that thing where like you love something but you don't tell anybody. There's a word for that. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't know. not Your
0: closet matter. your closet
1: pick? I yeah, something know. like that. Something like that.
0: I would not put that in the closet. I would say say it loud, say it proud. Mm. Um mm. my con- my next pick is their uh, ties to Astro City. Ooh. Very well. Ooh. What got me into Astro City is my next pick. And that, and I'm sure you won't be surprised, that is James Robinson's mm. Starman.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Funny it, you should say it, that. That's also on my list. Yeah
0: it is it's uh, so easy easily rereadable uh plenty of fun pl- very imaginative um, when i originally read it i had no interest in golden age characters really and robinson made me respect th- them and actually want to read them Mm -hmm. and they became very exciting especially brought over into like modern context Mm -hmm. with writers who grew up on the source
1: material so that's uh,
2: that would be my next pick
1: that's a good one that's 81 issues
2: yeah
0: that it's we'll talk when it gets towards the end of the series for you
1: (laughs) I would I would
0: have to pick and choose trades would be my guess
1: sure yeah i can see that no that's fine uh i mean obviously for anyone listening to the podcast we adore the book every time we talk about it we gush about it so Uh, and
0: we're doing a book club on it with rob krieger
1: that's right i would give you episode numbers but i i I don't know
0: we're not that prepared
1: no we don't we don't have show notes we we lied a couple episodes ago it was a lie
0: we have a script we work off of, but we don't have show notes.
1: Yeah, that's that's on Google Drive, too.
0: Yeah, we don't have time for that. No, no.
1: There is no time. Um, yeah, it's a great pick. Great, great pick. Um, as you know, Nick, one of my uh, one of my favorite things ever is Batman.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: But, but as you also know, I said I wasn't going to pick a bunch of Batman for this episode. But there is a way around that, you know, hmm. by choosing somebody that worked on Batman with a character that is a little similar to Batman in some respects. Huh. So uh, my next pick is going to be uh, Doug Mench's Moon Knight. Ooh, it's Sienkiewicz? It doesn't matter. which, which, which Uh Oh, yeah, yeah, He was sort of the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember Perlin was on there. Sienkiewicz, yes. Uh, I'm sure there's a few more awesome people. I've uh-huh. got have got a list of issues. If you want to pick this up, Moon Knight Epic Collection. It's got uh Werewolf by Night thirty two thirty three, Marvel Spotlight twenty eight twenty nine, Defenders forty seven through fifty, Peter Parker Spectacular Spider Man twenty two twenty three, Marvel two and one fifty two, Moon Knight one through four, some stuff from Hulk magazine, and that's it.
0: I think I would be throwing the uh, Sinkevich in his run in.
1: So I will say this, Nick. Of uh, outside of Batman, uh mm-hmm. huh. If I had to pick a single character that I really loved, it would other be- than Squirrel Girl, other than Squirrel Girl, I mean that's a given. And Spider Gwen, of course. Yes, because I love Gwen Stacy, and I that's love funny. Deadpool, and I love uh, mixtures of things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Spider Gwen is the best uh-huh, and, and, uh-huh. and, and all her offshoots. Um, other than those two, Moon Knight is a character that I, I really, really love. Um, even though over the last few years, the character has changed a little bit, or a lot a bit. Um, it's still very interesting because I, I like the the reimagining of it, and uh, you know this is this is like the beginning. This the the Moon Knight Epic Collection has all the really really early stuff, uh-huh. um, and I mean Doug Mensch, my God, the man was prolific, and I I think outside of Batman he doesn't get a lot of credit for uh, for work that he's done. You know what I mean?
0: No, it's a shame.
1: It is a shame. Um. Cause he did some freaking awesome stuff. He did uh, that master kung fu stuff that he did. It was really
2: really oh. good.
0: Oh, buddy, mm. that that was really really good. Like, it's a shame that that hasn't been pushed out more than just omnibuses.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yes, Doug Mensch Moon Knight picked it up. And to be honest now, with you, there's probably a few other Moon Knight runs that I could pick out of this um but i think the the OG works pretty well.
0: Yeah, it's pretty pretty special.
2: Mhm.
0: Now, uh just to unpack a little bit with Moon Knight, do you like all of the transitions that got him to where he's at now?
1: Um i like most of them. The um uh, the Brian Wood stuff was okay. Mhm. Um but I mean, I, I like all of it. Like even the the Jeff Lemire stuff. I know I, I know some people that really like Moon Knight that didn't like the Lemire stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, my assumption is because it was a lot of the stuff that has been done. When when was that original relaunch? When I say original relaunch, um, oh, motherfucker, 2014 maybe.
0: That sounds about right because right. there was a there was a pretty big space between when bendis grabbed it for 10 issues
1: well bendis had it uh what was that late 2000s yes right
0: but then it went a long time before they relaunched it again
1: didn't it it, it, it wasn't that long i don't think oh okay i, th- I think i want to say the bendis run was less than 50 issues
0: Oh, no. It was much less than that,
1: yeah. Um, but then, like when when um, one of my favorites, Warren Ellis took over the book, like that's when that's when things changed a lot. Like the Benda stuff was a lot more typical superhero stuff, right? Yep, um, cause there was a lot of tie-ins to what was it? It wasn't civil war, right? What, what was, uh, wasn't it secret invasion? Secret invasion. Um, and then the stuff with, with Osborne, what was that?
0: That was, oh, what? Dark, Dark Reign. Yeah, there you go. With Ultron's head.
1: Yeah, I guess, I don't remember all that stuff. I wasn't yeah, reading yeah. a lot of Marvel at the time, Nick. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that but was Bendis, a little more typical superhero Bendis affair.
0: Bendis made the heroes talking to each other. Mm-hmm a lot more concrete instead of just being a little abstract.
1: Well, this was before he would just reuse the same dialogue. Don't. Oh, we're not going there? No. Okay, that's fine.
0: Because Bendis, Maliv, they do good runs. They
1: do. They do. Hey, they, uh, the new Defenders book's pretty good.
0: I would like to read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're up. Oh, boy. All right. My next one, I'm trying to mix it up a little bit. Uh, should I go one that you should just assume is on my list, or do you want to hear one that you probably would never think to be on my list?
1: Uh, that's up to you. I mean, I, I assumed that Starman was going to be, so... Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. Uh, My next one
0: shouldn't be a surprise whatsoever. It is the Omnibus of one of the first DC events to bring me back into I Gotta Read Comics again.
2: Hmm. Because
0: they're doing something different here. And I was sort of piddling around a little bit. I got to Like, I was all indie, Mm -hmm. all vertigo, and then all of a sudden I started to just dip my toe into the capes and cowls here and there. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was the 52 event.
1: Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay.
0: And that one I just fell in love with. And it turned me on to so many different artists, so many different writers, as well as characters that other than, like, Crisis on Infinite Earth,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I, I would never even know half those characters. And that's sort of exciting. I mean, you know me. Like, I don't like a wiki to tell me everything but I like when a friend of mine or I see a cover in a comic book store and I recognize it as like oh that character's in 52
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I want to read more I want to do some research on that and I'll buy that comic book like that's how I want to fill up the blind spots of the of like my knowledge base Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to a wiki a wiki page and read about the character. I want to I want to actually read a comic book about that character.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And 52 just brought and, and for me like reading all this independent stuff, and then here's something that's very mysterious and a cool little detective story, but yet it still has a lot of action and fighting in it. And on top of it all. I know whenever I go to my comic book store, there's going to be an issue there because it was coming out every week. And that was fun. And that was exciting to like go and like grab my, my comics for the week, two weeks, three weeks and know, Oh my God, there's tons of issues here that I get to read.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And they were always put at the top of my pile. And I understand like, you look back at it and you can, you can poke holes in the entire event. Um, and it's certainly when you hear about all of the creators and strife that was going on in the editorial boardrooms and the creative boardroom, uh, over that event, like, I guess I could see that, but you know what? I, I understand that there's probably better events out there
2: mm-hmm.
0: and more cohesive events And especially, there's a lot of fluff to it. But at the end of the day, it took characters that I could care less about or I just thought were a complete joke and farce Mm -hmm. and actually made me fall in love with Booster Gold. It made me fall in love with Ted Kord. It made made me fall in love with characters that I could care less about.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So that is always high up
1: on my pedestal nice I guess my next step is uh, a book that I, I've talked uh, quite a bit about fairly recently and uh, that's the original uh, Miracleman ooh um, I'm I'm, 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 t- I'm talking about the Neil Gaiman stuff um, since that I have read the Ellen Moore stuff it's also quite good but I still prefer the Neil Gaiman stuff. Interesting. But you don't have to pick and choose. You could have the entire run. I mean, it's not very many issues anyway, so I guess I could. Right. Hey? Yeah. What is yeah. It, 21, two issues, something like that. Yeah, you don't have to pick
0: and choose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why limit yourself? Yes.
1: Um, I don't remember who the publisher was for this. Uh, Eclipse, that's what it was. Yes. And yes, then yes, Marvel yes. has since republished. Uh, so. Some of them. I don't think they finished it, did they? No, never did. Yeah, I don't think so. Those bastards. But that's that's a great reread. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, especially if you love Ellen Moore or Neil Gaiman, like, you you see where they came from, kind of, with this book.
2: Without a doubt.
1: Um, and, and that's really interesting, because you you see the seeds of the crazy shit they end up doing, but before they do the crazy shit, I don't know, man. The stuff the stuff in Miracle Man gets kind of crazy.
0: What do you mean, kinda? <laughs> it, it
1: absolutely
0: gets crazy, uh, and he and he's playing around with like all of those icons. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's that was that was a thirsty. Uh, Driven Alan Moore wanting to break down walls, wanting to prove everybody wrong. He just had a chip on his shoulder. And holy crap, he can deliver!
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, great call. It's very uh, introspective and self referential, which I also happen to like quite a bit. You know what's interesting with your list so far? What's that?
0: You have a lot of tip-of-the-caps to Golden Age.
1: Dude, ever since we started reading Starman, like, that's my shit now.
0: Yeah. You're really... And granted, you like a modern spin on the Golden Age. Yes. But but still, you're... Yeah. Really interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it.
1: You're up, buddy.
0: Okay. My next one is a... You shouldn't be shocked by it. Um, It's by two geniuses of comics, in my opinion.
1: Wait, we write comics?
0: And I am talking about a comic that I didn't even know really anything about when I went into the comic book store, and it so tickled... Like, me and my brother, we would buy comics, and my brother was not into comics as much as I am, um, even back in the day. And we only had a certain amount of money, and there were only two titles that I can think of that we actually both bought, even though we lived under the same roof, and why am I buying it? I could just be reading yours. But it was one of those comics that we had to both own. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we just for the rereading factor alone, like if my brother went away to wherever, I want to make sure I have my own copy of this. Sure, so I'm all and I know it went way past 50, but I don't even care if it's the first 50 issues, but it is uh Wolfman and Perez New Teen Titans. Mm. It's such a thrill, it's still. So you want to see energy on the page, you can flip through that the first two omnibuses and you see it. And it is not written in a... Like, I go back and I read like X-Men omnibuses Mm -hmm. and maybe it's just me, but boy, are they stuck in like a time period. (laughs) And granted, so... And I'm not saying Teen Titans is not. I'm not saying that whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but Wolfman wrote a lot less and conveyed a lot more, but maybe that's just my issue with like Louise Simonson. Like maybe that's like, there was a lot of words on the page Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and Wolfman just wasn't. But then again, you also have George Perez's artwork to stare at and drool over.
1: that's a good choice yeah I think uh, I think a lot of our older listeners would definitely agree with you
0: I think a new listener could pick it up and, and thoroughly enjoy it too
1: oh I'm not disagreeing with that
0: I mean granted you're going to see stuff that's just like oh my god that's so outdated but artwork wise I I don't know if you can find something better
1: you know, I think that was one of the, uh, like, the top-selling comics ever for a long time. Hmm.
0: Well, I hope they backed up the Brinks truck, and I hope those two are sitting very comfortably. They <laughs> they deserve it.
1: Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, I'm going to go... Your next? My next one is a, a book that I'm currently reading. Um, and I'm just going to... I'll just do, like, the first 25 issues, I, I'll say. Um. if you had to pick a mutant my favorite mutant Nick mm-hmm. who would that be gold balls alright my second favorite
0: Um, Deadpool
1: you are the worst at this game what
0: I'm, I'm, hey I know your love
1: do you because you guessed wrong twice
0: okay uh, I'll be serious now, Gambit. All
1: right, you're you're fired from this podcast. Where's Ronnie? <laughs> Ronnie's my new co-host. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should I say um,
0: Wolverine?
1: Ugh. Maybe like Wolverine when he first came out.
0: Absolutely. Uh, when now, he when he was still five two.
1: Yes, when he was still five two. Yes. And yes. we didn't know where he came from and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was awesome no nick emma frost is my favorite mutant i know she's your jam she is totally my jam it's uh a little ridiculous how much of my jam she is Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. anyways one of my all-time favorite x-men books is actually not the x-men Ooh. it is generation x
0: Interesting. Uh,
1: yep. Chris Is Lauer. that Lo, Dell and Bacalo? Correct. Nice. Correct. Uh, it, this book came out kind of like uh, at the perfect time for me because I, I've always loved the X-Books. Um, but it was a younger team. It was very different. Um, it had some really cool character designs and some of, just the characters themselves were cool. Um It was like a new school of mutants. And of course, they were being taught by Emma Frost, who is the best ever. And Banshee, who I don't know what happened to Banshee, but Banshee was pretty cool back in the day, too.
0: I liked Banshee.
1: Yeah. So uh, they were teaching this team. It's uh, Banshee, uh, Chamber, Husk, Jubilee, M, Penance, and Skin. By the way, Skin also one of my favorite mutants ever, and I don't even know why. He just, he's, he just got a great personality. He just cracks me up whenever I see him. Um, and his mutant power is he has six extra feet of skin, so he can, like, shoot his skin around, you know, like, smack things with his skin, like, he's got a lot of loose skin. That's a superpower.
0: Wrap it around foes.
1: Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Um... So yeah, he's cool. I, I think we were talking about this in uh, in the chat the other night. I know it was, Ronnie was there. I don't know if you caught wind of that. Um, but Ronnie and Aaron and I were talking about some mutants. Because um, this series had Chamber, which Chamber is in the new Generation X book as well. The one that just launched. Oh, um, But I don't like his character in the new book as much as I did in this original series. Oh. Um, and Chamber's the guy that pretty much when his powers manifested, he blew up his face.
0: Yeah. So it's like, like fireworks coming out of the bottom half of his face. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great book. Um, it's a little, it's a little teeny at times, but, uh, it doesn't mean it's not any yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Chris, Chris Bacalo, his, his artwork, uh, will take you
1: places for it sure. Will. It will. Well, and and Scott, I think Scott Lobdell, when he's on, he's on. You know, like oh if, for sure, if he if he if he, if he actually wants to be doing a book, like you can tell, and I think it it comes out really well. Um, I mean, like when when they left the Generation X, like it took a serious downturn.
0: Who came on board? I think I bailed before that happened.
1: Um, I don't even remember because I'm not up to that point yet. Okay um, Matter of fact Let me see if I can Just look it up they definitely The first 25 They might have gone A little past that uh, Let's see here Ugh Anyways, <laughs> I- I'll look it up I don't want to uh, You know Look Great podcasting I can't be googling You know what I'm saying Duck duck going Sure But uh, yeah So that's my next one You're up that's, that's a that's a fantastic one.
0: I think you I think you would uh, find a lot of reread value
1: there. Oh yeah, it's, it's nice reading it again too. I mean, I haven't read it since it came out.
0: You need to jump back in. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Okay, my other my next one will be another. You know, I love me some events. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take. I'm going to take you to the cosmos now.
1: Uh, uh, I like where this is going.
0: Come for a ride, Martino. <laughs> I am going to go to an Abnet and Landing Classic.
1: Mm hmm. Go on.
0: I'm going Annihilation.
1: Oh, um, that is the best.
0: It is. Fantastic. And it if I could best. have more than 50 issues, I would include Annihilation Conquest as well. Mm. And I, even if the artwork went up and down, some of the side stories, the writing was always so elevated. Even the side stories, the, the art might not match the like Keith Giffen words, mm-hmm. but Holy Christ, if you just want to read a good story, but you can sort of get through some of the chug-a-lug art, mm-hmm. Conquest is fantastic, but Annihilation just is spectacular. And I really thought that that was going to kick off and send a lot more Marvel books, a lot more of the, like, the books that you would expect to go into space here and there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was, I thought they would be sending more books into space and it just never happened. I was really surprised.
1: So I, I want to expand on yours. Um, Annihilation is also on my list. Oh, um, okay. but I actually made it a little broader. Um, Cause Ooh. I love all of those cosmic event things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I would have annihilation conquest, war of kings, realm of kings, like all that stuff,
0: Thanos imperative,
1: yeah, yeah, that's pretty good too, oh it's good, yeah Come that's on. pretty good no no, no yeah, yeah it's good uh i i would I would bunch all those into one um and I think that would last me quite a while on this uh prison cell slash deserted island
0: I'll be honest with you, I would even do that. It's so good to the listeners that haven't even touched that. It's so good. I would like give up a couple spots to Mm -hmm. have all of all the offshoots, all of the, like when Abnett and Lanning, when they were in space together for how long was it? Like five years, six years
1: at least. Yeah.
0: It was good. God, nothing could touch that. It's it. so good so mm-hmm. I, I think I could easily scratch a couple of these other books off my list to be able to get everything mm-hmm. there
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah good choice
2: mm. Mm. all oh, of, them. All
0: <laughs> of
1: them.
2: Get them
0: get them all to me
1: Kith Giffen was on this oh god I know mm. I want to go back and read this now
0: you can it's very
1: easy. I can go on my bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, pick it up. <laughs> Give it another read. I uh I picked all these up a few months ago. I don't know if you remember that. No, I do
0: remember that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. they're th- stellar.
1: Stellar. Yeah. Literally and figuratively.
0: Absolutely. And they both were so different from each other, too. Sure. But sure. wow, did they
1: go places? So, um, as you know, Nick,
2: uh-huh. as you
1: know, um, I, I, I happen to uh, be a little bit of a Jeff, Jeff Johns fan. I don't know if you knew this, but oh, uh, but I, I do like me some Jeff Johns. In bloody. particular, the uh, gigantic Green Lantern run Ooh. that he had.
0: Hang on a So, so where are you starting this? You can't take all of them to prison.
1: I mean I could. But that's not how we're playing this game. I mean Okay. Let, let, let me see how, how I can pick this. That's tough. So I'm not I'm not gonna go all the way through. Sure. Um so we gotta start with rebirth. Not not no. rebirth now, but I mean like rebirth from whatever year that was.
0: Green lantern rebirth.
1: Green lantern rebirth. Mm-hmm. When Jeff Johns Brought Hal Jordan back And uh, made Green Lantern great again You know, if Trump wants to make America great again Listen, take a page from Jeff Johns He knows how to make things great again Jeff Johns for president twenty twenty. 2020 um, I guess well, I mean, I'll just start with that one And go as far as you'll let me I mean, I don't even know because everything that he was doing at the beginning, all, all the books, that, that was the one thing. So I've complained before about too many books tying in together with events at times. Uh, the one thing about Green Lantern is, for a very long time, all the books were tied into each other. Even when it wasn't officially an event, right? So all, all this stuff led to like uh, Blackest Night, Brightest Day, all that crap. Um, That's and of, what I want to know. Of course, at that point, they were definitely tied in. But even at the beginning, Green Lantern, uh, the Lantern Corps, the Sinestro Corps, all that stuff was tied in together. Uh, Sinestro
0: Corps war.
1: Yeah, it was really special, Nick. It was. Really, I, really special.
0: I felt that way about it uh, through at least Brightest Day.
1: Brightest Day had its issues, Nick.
0: It did but there were still some sweet
1: spots to it. There were. There were.
0: I would never take brightest day over blackest night. Oh, or God, Sinestro blackest Quora night was War. so good. It was. It was <sighs> That was a fun event. That was Jeff Johns what when you think Jeff Johns, that was Jeff Johns.
1: That was really expensive time for me, Nick.
0: Oh, I bet.
1: Ooh, because I um, I I didn't pick up Green Lantern Rebirth when it first came out because I was like, ah, Green Lantern's relaunching. Yeah, I kind of don't care right now. Um, but then like when when the black uh, Blackest Night stuff started I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Now I need to go back and get all these back issues. And let me tell you, at that point Green Lantern was hot.
0: For me it was Sinestro Corps War.
1: Yeah, Sinestro Corps War was great.
0: As soon as I read that title of that event crossover whatever it wasn't an event it was a crossover it was a crossover or a series event i guess you could call it um but as soon as i read that i was like that is such a neat image in my head Mm. like blackest Night doesn't tell you much Sinestro Core War, that tells you exactly what the hell's going on. (laughs) And as soon as I saw that cover for the first issue, I I was in. Mm -hmm. Absolutely in. Mm -hmm. But when I saw, like, the cover for Rebirth, I was just like, okay, they're relaunching. Hal's coming back. Like, it just did not wow me. It was Sinestro Core War that was like, oh, that's a punch in the gut.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, God, and Sinestra's a great fucking building too, man. Mm-hmm. Mm
0: hmm. Mm. And don't even get me going with Lex and the colors, and mm-hmm. Lex becoming a lantern. Mm-hmm. And, oh, good God, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I even had, I even just to let you know my my green my color as a lantern. I had I also had a shirt of it. It was the light blue, of course.
1: Oh, yeah. What was the character's name? He was the best. He was. The little white Sky, alien.
0: Skywalker or something like yeah,
1: that? Yeah, so, something like that. Saint something. Yeah. yeah, Saint Walker. Saint Walker. There you go. Oh, yeah. God, yes. See, you are my spirit animal, Nick. <laughs> but good
0: poll. Dude, I might have to put back some of my choices because now I want to <laughs> read that. Because he had a good run on that. Oh, I mean, man, like... he was on there forever. Yeah, and they were all high quality mm-hmm. stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, Ivan Reese doing pretty much all all the work. Yep. Yeah, good god. DC. Mm. And Knox. I get you you promote the big boys, you know, like you can't expect him to write everything constantly. He ain't no Bendis. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's a good joke you got there, Nick. Good joke.
0: No, I think it's smart of DC to hold on to him and you know give him that position. But guess what? He even when he took it, he said, "I'm not going to be writing as much." And ooh, absolutely that that prophecy came true, and I've been sad for it ever since.
1: I mean, he's still kind of writing. He he's he's going to be doing the uh, the big event. The there's big... a big
0: there's a big difference between him writing. Like Justice society, Green Lantern, like there's a at all these events he was part of, like there was a big difference between that and like, oh, I'll write this Watchman mm-hmm. crossover. Oh, I'll write this. Like to have him on a monthly title was a lot of fun.
1: Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. His flash was really good too.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That that could be in your cat
1: that could be in your prison reads as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm easily re- re-readable. Matter of fact, that stuff is really important now because it's kind of uh, it's been brought up again in the button. The Flashpoint oh, stuff. Oh, that's
0: fun. Yep. See, all the stuff's paying off for these readers. It's true. Yeah. It's like, you know,
1: Mike gets mad when people say stories don't matter. Now you're seeing stories do matter. They
0: do. They mm-hmm. always do. Mm-hmm. Whether they're messing around with continuity or not, doesn't matter. True. All right, you're up. Okay, I had to... Can I combine up two? Sure. It'll speed this up a little bit. I mean, it's your show. Okay, cool. I'm going to combine up two because it was really hard to decide, and these are both from the same author. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I think of this author, it's really, honest to God, it's tough for me to decide... Um, and if you go back and look at my list, my favorite character isn't even on this list because I don't know how to only choose 50 issues of Spider-Man. Don't know. <laughs> no clue. No clue. So guess what's not on my list? Spider-Man. Wow. But on this list is an author that I feel the same exact way. How do I only choose 50 issues of his writing. How do I do that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I almost didn't put him on my list for that, that exact fact. Well, I finally just said to myself, I need to have him represented. And once I put one title down, I put another one of his books down. And that's Jonathan Hickman. And I'm putting down East of West from Image. Oof, yes uh which is an amazing uh story of the four horsemen of apocalypse future tale but set in a western environment mm-hmm. and it's I, I just I just love it. And I can read that book and there's parts of it that Hickman's not spoon feeding you. He expects you to know stuff. Of course, I'm reading, by the time the next issue comes out, I probably have put another 120 comics into my eyeballs and brain that I don't remember every nook and cranny of the last issue. So it forces me to reread issues, it forces me to reread arcs, and... Having fifty issues would be fantastic because then I could just go back and reread everything, yeah front to back, and I would love it I, I would love it, but I like the way it's just dripping out to be right now.
1: I think East of West is probably the best book that image puts out no that's not a that's that's not a, a question, Nick. that's a fact.
0: No, I'm trying to think of when East of West was originally put out. I think that
1: might be true. So for me, for me, but best two image titles is uh, East of West and then Black Science. Wow.
0: Interesting. Even though they changed artists and yep. colorists, I don't care. Oh, the the color. In black science the new colorist is just raping my eyeballs <laughs> it is, it's is—it's an assault on me I hate it I just hate it really? I did a complete 180 on it yeah you you can't go from uh, who was it Dave Stewart to that color that flat colorist that they have on it now it's just disgusting I don't mind it okay well hey to each your own I would say the Rucca. I would say Lazarus. and Ooh, Lazarus
1: is really good.
0: I would say that and East to West are both the same. Like As soon as those stories get done and you might have two omnibuses you have to read, but as soon as that entire tale is told, that's going to be... Both of those are going to be books that you can just reread constantly and mm-hmm. always find little nuggets. Hmm. But my other Hickman book, just since I'm jamming one writer, two books. My other Hickman book is not Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. I know. Surprise, surprise. It is for me one of the best sci-fi books put out in the modern age.
1: Odyssey? Mm. Oh god.
0: <laughs> Damn you. How dare you. Get out.
1: Get off my podcast. Uh... You don't like Um, Odyssey? Odyssey is pretty good.
0: (laughs) No, it's good. It's alright. But mine is uh, Hickman's Run on Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah, I knew they were going to say that.
0: Yeah, it is not... It is the first family of Marvel. To be honest with you, I never really understood Fantastic Four until Hickman's Run.
1: Hmm, interesting. Okay.
0: I never saw Sue as an equal. I never saw... Why she would hang out with him, why she wouldn't go with Namor, why, like, she was such a misunderstood character. And the dynamic that Hickman brought to every character and made them their own character, and yet dealt with, like, fantastic sci fi concepts and fantastic technology concepts. And if you, listeners, if you haven't read the first arc from Hickman, uh Hickman's Fantastic Four run, mm-hmm. do yourself a favor, go read it. Within the first issue, it sets up the entire run. And it's on a posted note in Reed Richard's laboratory that says uh like problems whatever it was 67. Solve everything. And it's and to me that tells you everything you want to know about the brain of reed richards like he's not thinking about solving a disease or a plague he's thinking about solving everything like that's that's his puzzle that mm-hmm. he wants to work on and it was it was just fantastic the the whole entire thing when they when the story that jumped into the future and the thing In the story, uh, Hickman made it made it out that since the thing could turn into Ben what was it once a year? Mm Mm-hmm. That while he's the thing, he's not aging. Right. So he he goes through the death of the Fantastic Family and he go like but he's only aging a few years for the centuries that have passed because he's only aging one day a year, mm-hmm. and I just thought that, like, that was probably one of the best, like, else world standalone issues that I've ever read. It was so powerful, and so touching, and so sad. And uh, I just thought, with his run, I do get Spider Man coming in. Uh, to the Future Foundation. So I do go. get my
1: Spider-Man. I'll take it. <laughs> I was thoroughly expecting some Spidey.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get it. Mm. I, yep. Honest to God, I got cold feet. I could not decide which one. I, I couldn't. And to be honest with you, I could leave a spot and just like ask you, hey, just choose 50 issues. Because I could literally close my eyes and do 200 or 250 done. Mm. Like I can reread that
1: stuff constantly. Here's the thing, Nick, you could you could have done that. Because uh I I'm, I'm going to make my next pick I mean, I'm going to pick a book before you get upset with me. Ooh. But my next pick is not a book. Huh? It's a it's it's a writer. Interesting. And this writer is someone that has been coming up quite a bit over the last few days. Oh, Chris Claremont. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and pick a book so people don't get upset. Um, I'm gonna pick two actually. Um, either X Men Guy Loves Man Kills or X Men The Dark Phoenix Saga. Um, but there's there's so much like so claremont pretty much ran the x family for years by himself by his damn self okay they'd be like hey want to launch a new x book and he'd be like no 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 you can launch it i'm gonna write it okay uh, and they were all freaking fantastic like obviously his x-men run is what he's known for um, but he did uh he did that Wolverine book with Frank Miller, which was freaking awesome. Um Excalibur, the, the the British mutant team was freaking awesome. Yeah. Um he did New Mutants for a very long time. Like the man was prolific, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, between him and Peter David, holy Christ, if they had runs on books.
1: Yep. Well and John Burton.
0: Right, sure. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think Claremont was an X-Men for 14 years or 16 years, something like that.
0: Isn't that crazy? Right? And then he went over to New Mutants?
1: Uh, yeah, New Mutants was pretty early on because New Mutants was like 82, 83. But then he was on that for years. Oh, yeah, he was on that for years. That's what I'm saying. Like, any book he picked up, he was on it for forever. Um, like, he was pretty much the guiding light for that whole family of books for forever. Um, I mean, I- into the nineties. Cause you remember, uh, he was doing X-Men with, uh, with Jim Lee. Yep. That's, that's kind of when he ended up leaving the book, but, um, yeah, a long time yeah. all through the eighties into the nineties. I can't remember when he started, but it, it's gotta be like late seventies. Um, Mm. Yeah, so Claremont, great stuff. Uh, honorable mention: Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Everybody should be reading that book. I'm telling you. I don't want to buy the omnibus. Uh.
0: I want to buy. I'll take that back. I want to buy the digital omnibus. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I haven't picked it up. That, that, and I was just thinking about uh, Shang Chi, yeah, Master of Kung Fu, yeah. Um and please tell me you know this and hopefully you're reading it. I, Honest to God, yesterday I was driving home and I thought was this villain in Master of Kung Fu or Iron Fist? Back in the day, they were both coming out at the same time.
1: Go on.
0: It, it is almost a template of Wolverine. And it was like, I think it was called the Tiger Clan where they wore like tiger-ish type masks Mm -hmm. and then like does this ring a bell and like furry like i i remember like gloves but like tiger print but then on the outside of the gloves were like three prongs like claws that came out and then over like their arms their their hands Uh so it wasn't like they came out of but they were just sort of like a weapon
1: does this ring a bell? This rings a bell, but I don't is it... that's not this book though.
0: But was it Master of Kung Fu or was it Iron Fist?
1: No, cuz was... I remember no, no, no. it being
0: it... like a clan. It wasn't just one villain.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, Silver yeah.
0: Samurai. It... it was like a clan of like everyone dressing the same mm-hmm. and all having these like claw hands.
1: Was that uh it was something. No, it's not Tiger Clan. Something, Tumpty Tiger. Uh... But you haven't
0: read it in your omnibus yet.
1: No. Damn. I don't. I don't think so. I think that was an Iron Fist, though. That's not in in Shang Chi. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Sons of the Tiger. Sons of the Tiger. Sons
0: of bitch. Like I, I tried in my Duck Duck Go machine. I tried putting in like Tiger Clan. Master of Kung Fu, Iron Fist. Like I could never pop an image that's like, "Yep, that's it, right there."
1: So this does say Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, but I could have sworn that was an Iron Fist.
0: Dang! Now I gotta, I gotta look this up. But I always thought that was such a cool design. But see, I like, I like evil, like. Give me, you know, the Black Hand. Give me Aim. Give me Hydra. Mm-hmm. Like I like a costumed like clan. I think that's <laughs> really cool. It speaks to the ten year old dick. Oh, but good, good call on that. Now, would you put Deadly Hands of Kung Fu into
1: your time capsule? Um, yeah, I really dig that stuff, man.
0: Who was drawing the most most of that? was that like Paul to Gl-
1: how, how do you... I think Dick, Gi- Dick Giordano was doing it. Ooh. Um Cause there's an all-star lineup. Yeah, yeah. And it, the book didn't even do that well. Really? Yeah, like it it made money to keep it running, but it wasn't profitable. You see I don't know if that makes sense. Like they no, weren't totally they weren't, <laughs> weren't losing money on the book, but it wasn't like a big hit. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: I, and I understand with the whole Fu manchu that they can not why they can't put out those mm-hmm. issues that type of thing.
1: If I remember right, I think Sabretooth's first appearance is in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu.
0: I think you're right.
1: Let's look this up. But Deadly
0: boy, Thunder there were Kung some manchu. good there were some good artists.
2: Mhm.
0: On Iron Fist as well as Master Kung Fu. Ah. And I'm reading Spider-Island right now and mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Have you read Spider Island? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm re- I'm at the part where Peter he lost his uh spider sense, so he has to figure out uh another way to anticipate and prepare himself for like you know unknown situations with villains, mm-hmm. and I just love that Shang Chi's training him. And he's like, we gotta, we gotta train you. We gotta teach you the ways of the spider.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: like, I don't know what that type of like kung fu would be, but I'm like, I w- in my head, I like what I'm imagining just looks so cool.
1: Here you go. Iron Fist 14 was Sabretooth's first appearance.
0: Oh, that's got to be a pricey book.
1: Created by Claremont and John Burton. Other effort,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Claremont does not get his just due.
1: Does he still like he cons?
0: was, he was backing up the Brinks truck to Marvel, and Marvel just sort of the '90s hit, and it was like, all right, you got you gotta go.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not too bad, Nick. You can get a a non-slab copy on eBay for a uh, hundred and ten bucks. That's not too bad. You're right. No. Slap ones are 500 and up, so even that's still not bad.
0: Considering he, he has been in movies.
1: He has. Leave Shriver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But man, that's...
0: Oh, what a fun... Or I can spend $9.99 and buy the Epic Collection when it was on sale.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. I'm still waiting for Master Kung Fu... Deadly Hands of... Con- I'm still waiting for that to be on Comixology, and I don't even know if I'd wait for a sale.
2: Oh, is need it, that in my in No, just a really?
0: few issues are. Just a few issues.
1: That's a damn shame. It's got to be on
0: Unlimited, though. Maybe. I don't have that.
1: Uh, hmm. We should ask your listeners. Absolutely. Hmm.
0: Now, Martin, how many... How many titles do you have left? I have two. I,
1: that I have... have... Left. I have one.
0: Oh, interesting. I don't think we're going to have any more duplicates.
1: Uh, I know for a fact you're not going to have this.
0: And I'm pretty sure you're not going to have mine. Go on. Um, I will give you... the book that... Yeah. Um, the book that I tried to get your podcasting wife into multiple times <laughs> and has failed multiple times
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm just going to grab 50 issues because I don't care where I start where it ends no no worries and that is Ed Brubaker's Captain America I promise. knew it mm-hmm. I knew oh, it huh? Because I already reread those constantly, so I have no problem just picking out fifty issues and going.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes when I see them in quarter bins, I'll just buy them just so I can have a shitter read copy. <laughs> just keep that right on the toilet. Oh man! And I don't even care if I'm starting at part nine; doesn't matter.
1: You know, it's I'm, all good. I'm gonna I'm gonna add another book to my list.
0: Oh, all right then. What's I, your I next one?
1: Uh, well, I mean, my next one's gonna be uh, Planetary, of course. Uh, Warren Ellis, John Cassidy. Um, which you and I have talked at length about mm-hmm. uh, on, on this podcast. Um, I, don't, I don't mention Authority, yes, of course, but uh, I think I think Planetary is like the the culmination. Of all that stuff.
0: Planetary hits a lot if you're mood reading. It you can read any one of those issues for any mood that you're in. Yes. Yes.
1: And I don't even know how many issues is it? Twenty-seven issues. Yeah. Twenty-seven issues. So it's not even that much.
0: But you can also get a good Batman story in it.
1: Mm-hmm. The JLA story. Eh. <laughs> Oh, come on. (laughs) Nick, Nick,
2: Nick.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Planetary. I don't know what to say about it. We we did an episode on it, didn't we?
0: We did a book club on it, and we talked about it again with Daryl and probably two other times.
1: At least. So Mm -hmm. just go find that. Go to DuckDuckGo.com slash NerdLegion. Mm-hmm. That was the thing, right? We looked it up before. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, there you go.
0: All right,
1: your your next book.
0: My last, and in no particular order, is a book that it had when it was coming out. I was reading it in floppies, and every other issue, and it was interesting how it was paced because one issue would be getting pushing the story forward. The next issue would just be some kick-ass fighting. And then the following issue, pushing the story forward. And they did that throughout the entire series. Um, It went places. It came out in four trades from Image. Mm -hmm. And it is the Luna Brothers, the sword.
1: Oh, crap. I have to read that. I've got it. I haven't read it yet.
0: Oh, buddy. It, the first trade, you think it's going a certain spot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: At By the end of the fourth trade, you'll be like, how the hell did I even get here?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it all makes sense. Nice. But, but the pacing is so fun because it is action one issue. Here's some concepts and let's go forward with the story. Crazy action. Go forward with the story. It and it's a very simple. I mean, the Luna Brothers their their art is very clean and simple. Um, the colors are very painterly, um, just soft, soft colors. Not really painterly, but like everything's very toned down. Uh, and it's it came out of nowhere for me, and. I have pushed that book on so many people. Hmm. And I haven't really gotten anyone that has come back and been like, don't even like that. It's just a really cool concept. And I think more people should be reading it. I'm shocked that Image hasn't pushed it further. It would be a... per. When you get done with it, I think you could... I think you would agree. It would really be a cool Netflix series, it'd be really cool on HBO.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I don't think you have to spend a lot on special effects. Hmm. It's it's very grounded, which is I think for me it, it it's it's a benefit to it. But it's it's completely self contained. By the time by the time you hit the fourth volume, it's done. It it is not going to be in 10 years giving you a here's year two no it's done and i can respect that because i hate i hate that like books like beauty i thought would be perfect if it just ended the way the first volume did
2: right right
0: and because it got popular now all of a sudden they're moving forward
1: so for my last book I'm going to choose uh, a, a currently ongoing title. Oh. Uh, one of the two Marvel titles that uh, I never quit reading. Uh, and I'm not sure why. Well, I mean, I know why. But uh, it, it's kind of weird that I, I would have this as one of my uh, must-read Marvel books. Yeah. Um, and that book is uh, The Mighty Thor by uh, Jason Aaron and Russell Dutterman. But uh, yeah, it's uh it's re- it's really good, Nick. I uh, I've never been a big Thor fan. Um ever right, since
0: Walk, walk ev- me through this. Walk me through that statement.
1: Okay. Thor to me has always been kind of boring. Okay. Minus Was it... minus a few exceptions.
0: Was it the speech?
1: Yeah, the, the speech, just the character just didn't really interest me very much. Um, I loved so, when, when Beta Ray Bill took over as Thor.
2: Yeah, I loved absolutely. the
1: shit out of that.
0: Yeah, you're, you were in that age demographic that that yes. would have blown your mind.
1: It did. I was like, what what is this horse guy? Yep. Give me that. Um, so I, I love that stuff. But... Uh, I can't remember what what his name was. Something Blake, wasn't it? Donald Blake. Donald Blake was that his name? You mean Thor? Yeah. 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 He didn't he didn't interest me very much. Okay. Um, but there's something about the way so so Mighty Thor has Odin's son is no longer Thor. Jane Foster becomes Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing is, uh, she she has cancer. She's dying. So the, the book can get very emotional at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also deals a lot with the, the mantle of being a Thor. Um, of course, when she's Thor, like, she doesn't age, so her cancer doesn't progress. Like, she's perfectly healthy. Um, she's a total badass. And then when she's back to human form, like, she's very weak because, <clears throat> you know, she's, she's got cancer. Um...
0: My my favorite part of that book mm-hmm. is how many times many people have gone to her and said, "You know, we can cure your cancer," mm-hmm. and she's just like, "No, I don't
1: want that." Right?
0: No, no, no. Like, oh, it's so good. It that that's what makes it powerful. Yeah, she's so strong.
1: And also, the you know the way that Jason Aaron's developed all the Asgardians and all that, I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane Foster is no longer Thor. There's a new Thor mm-hmm. um, as of this last issue, and uh, I think that'll be very interesting. So, um, dude, like Jason Aaron stuff on Thor has been awesome since he since he picked up the book.
0: So um, you wouldn't you wouldn't you would start your run at the Jane Foster stuff? No, not no, no. When no, no. Jason the, the, Aaron started it,
1: yeah, no. When Jason Aaron started Thor, I think it was really good too. The Otis and stuff. Um, I just think that Mighty Thor is a little extra special.
0: It It is, but when I first heard he's taking the mantle and he's going to be doing Thor in three timelines, mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be such a cluster F. Forget about it. Like, mm-hmm. how is he going to pull that off? And the way he pulls that off is so cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. It, you could tell that's a character that he has passion for.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. The Mighty Thor. Issue 20 just came out. stag Thor now. He's got the ultimate Thor, uh, Thor hammer. That's so bizarre. I know. It's so awesome. It's so good, Nick. He's, like, fighting freaking... Uh, I, I, I don't want to spoil it. Never mind.
0: I haven't read it, but... You can spoil it if you want. I don't
1: mind. Well, he's like saving these refugees and shit. So he's... Uh, it's it's weird. It's weird. Jason uh, Aaron has
0: a good vo- voice for Volstagg, for sure. Sure. Yeah. Anyways. Now, has Aaron's... I still want to unpack the your Thor comment. Oh. Has Aaron... Your love of Aaron's Thor... Mm-hmm. Has that made you want to go back and like? I like Dan Jurgens. Maybe I'll read his run because his run was pretty long. Um, nope. Or Walt Simonson or any of the like larger runs.
1: Well, I mean, I've read a good chunk of Simonson's run before. Um, but like I said,
0: past like... the beta Ray Bill
1: stuff. Yeah, past beta rebuild.
0: Did Did you get up to like Thor
1: Frog? Um, I did read Thor Frog. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> mm. Come on, Nick. He he, he I, was trying something different.
0: Yeah, that, he he did do that.
1: <laughs> um, did I, you read any
0: like the Salbushema stuff um, from the seventies? I don't think so. I know it's very thou and though and all that, but it's fun stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. You
0: know, they had like Thor War and
1: stuff like that. I don't know. I just, it doesn't interest me. Okay.
0: So... I just didn't know if all of a sudden, like if you had Marvel Unlimited, would you go back and read some of this stuff or is it just like, eh, he's in the Avengers. I'll catch him there.
1: Um. Yeah, probably more of that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Did you like when they brought um Asgard to Oklahoma? Oh, um... Because I thought that was a different... That was a neat, different, modern approach. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Remember he was, like, protecting Broxton, Oklahoma, and... You remember all that? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was fun just because, like, uh... Who was it? Jane Foster was there, Loki was a female... I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting take on the mythos. Hmm. Hmm. That's okay if you don't like Thor. That's all right.
1: I Classic. Mean, I like Mighty Thor. I like. What Jason, we... I, I like most of Jason Aaron Thor. How about that? Yeah. In particular,
0: that, Mighty Thor. That's a that's a great call.
1: Yep. Um, and I'm not I'm not current on Unworthy Thor. Um, I need to catch up on that.
2: That's, yeah, I would like a Odinson. review on that.
1: Yeah, it's Odinson is, not Thor, because he's got an axe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh man. So. But hey, uh, if you get
0: if you get more Jason Aaron, uh, I'll happily take that.
1: Yeah, I do like Jason Aaron. Yeah, I would when say when he's writing
0: something he wants to write, holy guacamole.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say he's uh the best thing at Marvel right now.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even read current Marvel, but just looking at him like when I went into the comic book store Sunday.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just looking at all the titles and the creative teams, I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, how do you how do you even navigate all this stuff?" Woofa. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did pretty good on uh, Doctor Strange, too. I, don't, I think he's still doing it.
0: I'm on I... the third volume. Are you? Doctor Strange, yep.
1: Mm. I quit that's reading with,
0: it. That's with Baccalo, too. Yep, sure is. Yeah, Do just to pull Baccalo. it back in. Yeah, pull it back in. Mm-hmm. And tonight there is, a, on Comixology, there's a Shade the Changing Man.
1: Oh, no kidding. Uh, sale. Really? So
0: you can finally read some good Peter Milligan and some fantastic crazy Chris Bacalo art.
1: I've read uh Milligan's before I believe I'm pretty sure okay oh,
0: man. I saw that there were three or four volumes. I was like, ooh, that's some good Bacalo art
1: is it all of them are on sale
0: uh, oh, yeah, just I just see it three trades yeah three trades. And you can also pick up some Grant Morris, speaking of something previous issue, Grant Morrison's run
1: on Doom Patrol. I do want to read that. I don't think I've ever read that.
0: It is completely bizarre and crazy. But guess what? That was when DC was like, you know what we don't want from you? For you to edit yourself or tone anything down. Mm. Just go crazy. And he did.
1: (laughs) yeah I might grab these six bucks a piece huh? hmm, hmm, hmm.
0: it's a good price per issue so
1: yeah get on it yeah I might do that it's fun and
0: let me know when you do I'll happily read it with you
1: I, I like these covers
0: mm-hmm. very trippy yes Simon Bisley
1: yeah yeah they're trippy yeah awesome but I think that's good. it I think we're done but good call on yours sir yeah you know yeah. It was fun to do. I always like uh listener questions. Again, I don't want to pick just Batman, you know what I mean? Um and even narrowing it down to what we did was tough, man. Like there's plenty of books I could probably pick that I didn't. Uh um, Oh.
0: Trust me, I was like I would love to pick Judge Dread. Mm. Don't know where to go. Yeah. I I would lo- I mean there were umpteen series that I was just like god, I could pick some From, I mean, shoot, I could have picked Jason Aaron's uh, Ghost Rider Mm -hmm. run just because that's
1: fun as hell. Well, I mean, like a book that I left out that I own 22 volumes of is Usagi (laughs) Yojimbo. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure I would probably take all 22 volumes with me. (laughs) And
0: technically, it would be under the 50 issue limit. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no it wouldn't <laughs> No. It or
0: wouldn't. or we just have to let you that would be your one like gibby.
1: I think there's like I don't even know six to eight issues in each trade
0: <sighs> that's a lot of trades that you could take with you then
1: oh dude I'm telling you that's a good amount I'm staring at it right now I haven't read half of them yet oh I Haven't read half of them yet, but yeah, I've got twenty-two volumes of them. Good God! Mm-hmm.
0: That's all right. You just have some good stuff waiting for you.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh <sighs> yeah!
0: Did you? Uh, and I guess we should close up now. I I have a a question for you, but it can it can wait for after the goodbyes.
2: Ooh! Ooh!
1: Should we wrap this up, Martin? Let's wrap this up, Nick. This is the Nerdy Legion podcast. You didn't know that? The fuck are you doing, listening? Nick's at Nick Wetmore. I'm at Geekvine and we are at Nerdy Legion. I think that's it.
2: <laughs> oh, sad home music. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so tell me about this thing. Did you see the image I
0: posted on Twitter? I think it was Sunday. It might have been Saturday. Of going and picking up uh, secret weapons.
1: Uh, no, I missed that.
0: Oh, okay, because I went to my local comic book store, and I posted up what I, what I picked up. It was like six comics. Uh, and one of them is the new Dustin Weaver comic for Image, mm-hmm. which I assume you know who he is. He yeah, did yeah. that uh, that thing with Hickman, the the Shield with Hickman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was like, "Ooh, Weaver! He's telling a story, and he's and he's you know uh, drawing this as well." And I flipped through it, and it certainly did not look like Shield artwork. But I'm like, okay, there's something sort of there. It's not like as loose as like Lemire's art,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it's not as detailed and like um realistic as like his other artwork was.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like an oversized issue, thickness wise, not height wise. And it was like five ninety nine, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's mm-hmm. expensive. But I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna support this dude. You know he's finally doing like a creator own book, and he's he's trying to write it and draw it himself. You know, kudos. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed that, got it home, read it the next day. Oh my Lord Almighty!
1: <laughs> Go on
0: warning, warning. It was just one of those, like, I didn't expect capes and cowls. I don't care about capes and cowls. I just want a good story.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, one of the first things he said about the first story in it was, I've been trying to do this for years and no one has let me. And at the end of the short story, I was like, I can sort of see why no one let you. Because <laughs> he said it was like fake of course, it was based out of a dream that I had, and mm. I'm just like that's why an editor would read that script and be like, "Dude, you 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 can't have the story end this way. you just can't. So thank God because they had issue one and two. yeah, thank God I, I, I mean you know me well enough like I want all of those issues. Thank God I tempered it down and was like, I'm just gonna let, let me dip my toe in, let me check out the first one. I can always come back.
1: <laughs> Thank God Ooh. that would have been
0: twelve bucks, like gone. Oh my God.
1: So I'm, I'm on I'm on Image's website now, and mm-hmm. only so issues one and two are five ninety nine. Yes. Issue three is three ninety nine. Issue. I wonder four. if the pay the page count went down.
2: Because they're um, they're maybe. a
0: good like eighty-five pages. Like they're thick.
1: Well, issue four is four ninety nine. What and the then hell are they doing? Issue five is five ninety nine.
0: What the hell are they doing <laughs> jumping around like that? What the fuck? Huh. But uga. Like I will happily send that to like any one of my pals who are like, Oh, I like you know, independent stuff. I like, I like image stuff. I like sci-fi. Like, hey, let me put that in a box with another 25 comic books and send it out to you. Mm -hmm. Like, in my head, it's like, I ain't keeping that for 10 years thinking that this is going to be like a Walking Dead number one. I can care less about that. Give me a break. But it's like, man, I thought I was doing, I was being such a good boy supporting. I I like like, the art. uh, it's it's very loose compared to his other stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's cool. Yeah,
0: and and the palette's real, like, the colorist is, like, real muted, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. But it's all right. No, it's that's okay. cool. That's cool. Yeah.
0: But you would never know that's Dustin Weaver. Right. No way.
1: Hmm. Hey, um, I tried. I it's, tried. It's an anthology series, Nick.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: there there is a there is one story in it where it's like a sci-fi space tale. Mm-hmm. And there's a really cool he did a cool design for this female astronaut costume. That looks very much like um like a pulpy like 50s 60s. Not as bad as like Barbarella. Mhm. But just like cute and clean and sexy, you know? Mhm. But it was just... Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it, like, I'm not all about the capes and Cows, but I was like, I could have bought so many other capes and Cows books. Like, what the F?
1: I, I found your picture. I see you're uh, you're reading a fantastic book here by Mr. Greg Rucca.
0: Dude, that book is fucking stellar.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You turned me on to that,
0: and I cannot get enough of like and I love the design of all the covers. Mm-hmm. Like, put those on t-shirts. Put mm-hmm. those on a poster. I would buy all of them.
2: Mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm-hmm.
1: Jesus. Just so you know, uh, Volume 1 comes out uh, on, on my birthday, I believe. Ooh. Or like that week. When is the, is it coming up? Yeah, first week of September. September 4th is my birthday.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I did know that because my, my wife's is the eighth. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn. that! I hate to say it, I might even, if that was on sale, like on their uh, Image 99 cent sale, mm-hmm. I might I might double dip.
1: Oh, I'm sure after Volume 1 comes out, they might do that. Yeah,
0: because I, I think I, the hard thing is, and I don't know how you are, my floppies
1: are a mess. Oh, wait, we should say we're talking about the old guard.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't really pay attention. Like, as soon as we go after the credits, it's just sort of like, you're right. We, sh- I'm sure there's still listeners listening, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we should be a little bit better with that. Yeah. But, oh, it's that is such a fantastic series.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He's...
0: Rucka is one of those people. If left to his own creative devices, man, can he come up with some good stuff? No kidding. It's frightening. No kidding. Yeah. Hmm. But I, buddy, I can't believe I'm buying freaking
1: floppies. It's driving me crazy. I think I'm gonna start reading Black Hammer again. Ooh. Yeah.
0: I quit. You just have a feeling.
1: Well, yeah, I quit for a little bit. Um, Why is that? Well, like, all right, look, I I some of Jeff Lemire stuff. Yeah. But he's he's got his 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 days. You know what I mean? Uh uh-huh. Um, and some of Black Hammer is freaking amazing. And some of it's like, can we just like move on to the next thing already? Um, but I mean, it's, wow. in in some respects, like. It's uh it's kinda like Astro City, you know, in the way that it handles those themes and stories. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think it's as grandiose as uh what Busiek does. But it's uh it's well done. I don't know. I might pick it back up.
0: See I think he run when he runs out of steam, you can tell Oh, with, Yeah. Especially the big two. Mm-hmm. But his creator-owned stuff, you rarely see him running out of steam. Or he just wraps it up, he's done. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm surprised you're that way with Black Hammer. There's always something with his writing that keeps me going when it's his independent stuff. Yeah, yeah. But boy, when when he loses it, or you can tell he had, like, wow, he has such a great concept for Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. but what about the second arc and the third arc oh what happened there
2: hmm.
0: yeah it's we're Animal Man I loved his first the first volume of his Animal Man yeah, oh boy animal good. and
2: it's
0: then really what happened the second or third arc
2: Ooh.
0: <laughs> mm. but I'm, I'm with you
2: mm-hmm. oh, so good oh this is right.
0: cool yeah, I think you need to pick up some of that uh, Vertigo stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go through the list tonight. See what I can find.
0: I'm really pissed the relaunched Doom Patrol is on sale for $1.99. I'm like, that's not that much of a sale.
1: Come yeah, I saw on. that. It was, uh, was it, 54% off or something? Something stupid. Yeah,
0: okay. it It saves me a little bit of money, but not enough for me to buy it.
1: Uh wait, did you get these? The Spider-Man Ultimate and Masterworks?
0: Uh I am not doing Ultimate, no. But I have all the Masterworks. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Should have known. Of course, buddy. <laughs> Come
0: on. <laughs> I just did a the almost 4-hour podcast
1: uh Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm, I'm i I'm going to listen to that tomorrow.
0: Oh, don't. It's a big train wreck. I am so drunk during it. Ooh.
1: Oh, those are the best. No,
0: they are not. <laughs> yes, it's horrible. They are. <laughs> it's horrible. And then Rodney just sort of dropped off because his laptop pooped out. I don't know if you do
1: that. Yeah, I saw that.
0: Yeah, he's like, the power, and he says it during the episode, I'm sure. The power, co- my, my laptop has, it says it has 20 minutes left and my power cord's in my bedroom with my wife asleep
2: <laughs> <laughs> asleep
0: <laughs> and so we just continue on with our questions and honest to god it it couldn't have been more than eight minutes mm-hmm. after he said said that and you you well know like when are any of those battery life when are those ever accurate oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah. so
0: seven eight minutes later we're talking and it's like where's Ronnie what, what's going on?
2: <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> oh, that was so good.
1: Oh, That's hilarious.
0: And then Daryl and I just talked for another, God, hour and a half. And then he's like, oh, my God, it's 4 o'clock, and I have to be up at 7 to record <laughs> another podcast.
1: I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, oh, buddy. Oh, wait. Yeah, you guys did uh, Saturday Night, right? Yeah. Yeah. He does do he does do a couple very early podcasts. I know. Oh my god!
0: But no. now that he's getting back to work, I'm sure he can't do late night podcasts. Oh sure. Except on the weekends, give me a break. Sure. sure. Poor but guy. it was so it was so funny because <laughs> I think I I'm pretty sure Daryl was drinking as well. <laughs> so there was a point where like Ronnie was like trying to get it back on track. And we just barreled right over him. I even wrote to Roddy, and I'm like, I'm sure you're not going to have us on any more uh, Ultimate Podcasts. Uh, or when Jack hears it, he'll be like, nope, those two are gone.
1: <laughs> Jack does run a tight ship.
0: Oh, he does, I know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why I have to be a good boy when I'm on with him.
1: Oh, come on now. Lord's work. Uh, Not so much. Lord Mm -hmm. doesn't.
0: The Lord doesn't like you. Well, I'm a lightweight, and I had like four beers and two bombers. It was
2: dang.
0: It was, and they were heavy beers too.
2: Mm -mm -mm.
0: But man, was I feeling good.
1: Hey, that's all that matters.
0: Barely made it up the steps.
1: I only had a glass and a half of wine tonight.
0: Was that because your wife stole the wine? Probably. <laughs> I was going to say, you're like patting yourself on the back. <laughs> you got to work tomorrow?
1: Nope. Oh, hell yeah. Nope. Good deal. I said, fuck you, I'm not going to work. Well, we didn't want you to go. Okay, they said, go. okay, you can stay home. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do from now on. Fuck you, I'm not coming in the rest of the week. Okay, go read some comics. Fine, go read some comics. But
0: isn't that great when you can go read some comics? Come on
1: now. I should be like, fuck you, I'm never coming back again. Just pay me every week anyway. Okay, let's do that. Mm -mm -mm. All right, buddy, let's skedaddle. All right, Pally,
0: have a good one. Thanks for chit-chatting. Always.